everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Nine in a row. What can you say? Uh, it's good to be back. I missed you all. Here we are. I am, man. I really, I really wanted this win for one reason, one reason only. If I came back from Clearwater and the streak ended with my first day back on post-game, obviously I'd have to retire from the business for the good of the team. The Flyers uh, willed themselves to a victory thanks to outstanding efforts from, well, let's start it off with Carter Hart, who was awesome, and then Claude Giroux, the captain. Couple of goals, willed two pucks into the net, used his awesome puck skill to uh, make sure that they would beat the beaten inferior opponent, get uh, send the home crowd ha home happy, all that stuff. Um... Listen, this game was uh, not particularly entertaining. This was by no means the Flyers' most clean game. Uh, if they play this way, they probably won't continue the streak much longer. But the fact of the matter is they needed the two points. They got the two points. Uh, and with what's coming up, you know, I'm not saying the Flyers can't beat anybody because clearly they can. They've shown that over the past few months, uh, really all season. But going back to January 8th, as I have, and that trend looks to be uh, something everyone's picking up on going back to January 8th when they got home from the trip. They've beaten pretty much everyone uh, you consider a good team in this league, especially in the East. So we know how good they are. But after today, they've got the 8th and 9th off. And then Tuesday, home against the Boston Bruins. Bruins are damn good. And then they come right back on Thursday. They have to go to Tampa, and then uh, three straight home games after that. So, before we get started, let me just say, if you're looking for anywhere to watch the Flyers during this stretch run, I have to tell you to check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, right there in the heart of Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore to catch a Flyers game, or really any game, because it is a sports bar, it is a hockey bar, and it starts with the owner, Timmy Fitz, and Timmy Fitz is so awesome. In the month of March, he's got a little special for you. That's right. Go to go to Fitzpatrick's any day during the month of March. Tell them you're here because of Broad Street Hockey. Get 10% off your check. That's right, 10% off your check at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. All you have to do is say you're there because of Broad Street Hockey, and that's it. There, uh, there's awesome stuff going on all the time. Of course, the Flyers are home in a couple of weeks on St. Paddy's Day. Maybe you want to go to a place called Fitzpatrick's to catch the Flyers. I would suggest it. Check it out. Um, yeah, looking ahead at the schedule, the Flyers have some tough games coming up, though. But they can play with anybody, but banking these wins, banking these points is what they need. They are now challenging for the division, which was my goal at the start of the season. And here they are uh, in a virtual tie with the Caps. I believe the Caps still have the... Uh, regulation win tiebreaker if I'm not mistaken but it's gonna come down to uh looks like it might come down to the Flyers and Capitals for the Metropolitan Division by the end of the season not a ton of time left but plenty it's division I'm just excited this is fun man um again was today's game exciting was today's game a uh, much fun to watch did the Flyers play particularly well no but getting two points out of these games, not just like an overtime loss, not just, ah, oh, we turned it on at the end and did something. No, the Flyers did what they had to do to be able to get the two points, and that's very important, just as important as it, as it is to uh, you know, to go out and beat good teams and dominate the way they had uh, previously during this win streak. I'm just excited about this team's potential. I'm excited about the way it's all coming together. They play as a team. They're playing for each other. It's very apparent. Let's get to your comments now. 
Bill, um, Larry, let's start with Larry. Congratulations, Bill. How was Clearwater? Clearwater was awesome. Uh, I got to produce the morning show a few mornings. I hope you all got to hear me on uh, Thursday and Friday. Representing Broad Street Hockey, talking flyers, uh, doing a little bit of production work and all that stuff. But Clearwater's great. If you ever get the chance, go down. Uh, Carpenter Complex, all that stuff is really great. Spectrum Field, um, I'll, I'll never, uh, I'll always say it's it's a great time going and checking out spring training down there. Second year I got to go. Tough road wet rest of the way. 12 of last 14 games against playoff teams. None of them are easy. I mean, look at tonight. Tonight was one of the toughest tests the Flyers have had, and it was uh, the freaking Sabres. Like, just, uh, you're going to have to play good teams. You're going to have to play good teams in the playoffs. You're going to have to play good teams leading into the playoffs. The Flyers have shown they can skate with anybody. I'm not worried about the schedule. They haven't even begun to peak. All Philadelphia will know when they peak. I mean, they just... I will agree because it appears up until today. You know, today was just kind of... Today was a great... Uh, today was a great indicator of how far they've come. Um, they had their letdown game today. I'm not saying they won't have another letdown along the way. I'm not saying they won't lose another one because in all likelihood they will lose multiple games before all is said and done. But before, when we saw the letdown, it was a bad loss. Today they have their letdown... But rally enough, scramble enough, work hard enough um, just to be able to pull out the two points and do so in regulation. And that was the thing. It was their letdown game, but I wouldn't say it was a lack of effort. I would just say they weren't getting bounces. They were trying to be a little too fancy, I thought, especially in the first two periods. Uh, too many turnovers. They were talking about the ice because of, the, I guess, the Wings game that was there earlier today. Maybe that's a factor. I don't know. It just looked like nobody had a handle on the puck. Just uh, they, too, So many things have been going their way. It was very apparent early in this game things weren't going their way but to have the letdown game and be able to battle through it I think is is important as well kudos to Braun for enduring war tonight yeah Justin Braun is the freaking most he's the luckiest guy on earth today a couple of times he could have suffered serious injuries and basically bounced right up won the puck off the helmet um that could have been real scary and then at the end when Ristolein and uh kind of hooked him into the boards there it looked a lot worse in real time uh like what Ristolein did then I think um really his intentions were, but I still didn't like that he he walked off kind of unscathed, Ristolainen, but that's just me. What matters most is the two points, and that Justin Braun is healthy and good to go, and that appears to be the case. Uh, would have been happier if this was happening in the last week of March, first week of April. This streak is too soon. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, I can't get enough of Bill Clement. After the B scored that embarrassing goal on Hutton, Clement said it was a five-hole, but 55-hole. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, Joel Farabee, he's been working his ass off since he got called back up, just taking advantage of his opportunity. He's had a few really great chances. He's been robbed a few times. Uh, Hutton made a save or two on him today. That was... Uh, above average to say the least but he's working doing the smart thing and crashes the net goes right at him Farabee is a smart player you can see it all there it's a matter of time before he puts it all together um we're just seeing the very beginning of what this guy can be uh at least they got this type of game out of the way at night not next week gives them something to clean up before Boston and Tampa yeah watching this game unfold I thought a loss wouldn't be the worst thing in the world just to you know, when you're on a streak, it always seems like when you're on a streak or if you're... Uh, like, we saw it with Ovechkin chasing 700 goals. I remember when Barry Bonds finally broke the home run record. Uh, they asked him what was going to change, and he said, 
you're going to see a lot better at bats out of me from now on, like, uh, for the rest of the season, basically. And it was like, you get so wrapped up in a streak, it becomes more important than the big picture. And, like, if they had lost, it would be a chance to maybe sit back and reset. Now they do have two days off and just an opportunity. Uh, get some rest. Some guys really put a lot on the line tonight, blocking shots and stuff. A few guys got shaken up. Uh, gives Carter Hart. I mean, this is one of Carter Hart's biggest games of the year. What did he end up with, uh... 39 shots on goal for Buffalo. So, yeah, 38 saves for Hart. That's one of his best performances. Uh, most tested performances of the season. He answered the bell. Uh, really good all around. But it does seem like maybe they need an opportunity to reset, refocus. And I think having two days, they'll probably have a practice day in there. And then, uh, you know, go uh, have a trip to Tampa. Or play Boston, then a trip to Tampa. It's kind of a chance to reset and get back, uh, get back on the right side of uh, how you're Playing. Not just winning, but how you're playing. Hart continues to lower his home GAA and breaks the save percentage. Yeah, uh, but his, uh, I don't, it seems like, um, oh yeah, 974, yeah, 38 to 39, that helps out. Like, his, it's funny to watch, like, he'll win a home game a lot of times, and his home numbers will actually be hurt by it, even though his overall numbers are improved by it. It's just a funny thing uh, going on. Uh, besides Carter Hart's awesome play, it was great to see G put the team uh, on his back tonight and score when we really needed it. We definitely picked up the pace after his, after the, after his first goal. Yeah, definitely. And he kind of, uh, at intermission, if you saw the intermission interview with Giroux, he was not happy with the way the team was playing. And, uh, he gets that second goal to give them the lead. They never relinquish, they never relinquish the lead. Uh, just good effort by, it was Carter Hart and Claude Giroux tonight. And those are, I mean, if they're not the two most important players, they're in the conversation like we were talking about on the last BSH radio on Tuesday. It's uh, it, it's fun to watch this team. Different guys stepping up every night. Uh, we get It's so much fun to watch the depth guys do it. I love when NAK has a shift where it's just like, man, he's everywhere. I love Derek Grant getting a shorthanded goal, all that stuff. But when the big guys are playing their game, when the best players are playing their best, this team's really hard to beat. This team 100% loses this game under Hackstall. Yeah, I mean, this is a letdown game either way. They kind of got lucky in a little bit, uh, and Carter Hart was awesome. You know, it, it's really about the goaltender more than anything. Do you think Faraby made a strong case that he belongs up with the Flyers tonight than previous appearances? I, I think he's been good pretty much all uh, every time he's been up. He played a strong game tonight, but I've always been impressed with just... Um, just the way he, the way he plays, the way he thinks the game, uh, his hustle and his ability to make plays like the, his goal tonight was really just an example of how he makes the smart play. Goalie's got the puck on his stick in front of that. Attack the freaking goalie. You know what goalies can't do? Puck handle. Marty Brodeur ain't in the league anymore, so goalie, like, it's over. None of them can. I mean, yes, there are goalies who are better than others, but if the goalie has the puck on his stick in front of his net, you know what you should do? Go directly at him, because chances are he's going to screw up, and he did that tonight, and he got rewarded for his efforts. Uh, I thought he's been playing well since his call-up. I really, uh, even though... Up until the illness, I didn't think there was much in Farabee's game that deserved a demotion. And uh, he's just continuing to improve since he's been recalled. G said post-game that the top line is still getting their chemistry together. If they're still working on it, this will be interesting once the once uh, once This will be interesting for opponents once they turn it on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, th these guys have played together, but they're just finding different little wrinkles in their game. And they have... 
That's the three of them, obviously. They've played together in different forms, at least two of them, for much of the past few years. But they also have the dynamic of a much more skilled blue line than they've ever been working with. They also have the benefit of a Sanheim and Myers or Provorov, Niskin, and Pear out with them a lot of times, and that just adds a little bit more. It's not like, okay, it's then Ghost is out there with them too, so it's like a fourth forward. No, they have full five-man units, and uh, it's, it's cool to see them start to work with them as well. No idea why play wasn't stopped with Hart's hand exposed in the third. Yeah, he was raising it as if to get the referee's attention, but I don't know if that's... I didn't know that that's a thing. I know if your helmet comes off, play stops. I didn't know if your glove was off, play stopped. Amazing what adding a little bit of quality experience and coaching can do. Oh, it's... Listen, they have center depth, which they never had before. They have good veterans on the blue line, and their young players are coming along too. And they have a good coach. And goaltending. These are things that have not existed here the whole time up until now. So it's pretty nice. Is Lou Nolan okay? I've noticed he hasn't been doing the games last week or two. I heard he was ill. Uh, I, I, that's all I've heard, though. I just heard that Lou Nolan has been ill. I don't know what the issue is. Ten points over the wild card and five points over the pens. This is almost too much to, to me. What do I do with myself? Enjoy it. You've earned it. We've been stuck. Listen, the bandwagon is awesome. I'm happy that people are starting to, uh, to recognize that the Flyers are the best show in town. I'm happy that people are starting to realize that little period of mediocrity that they weren't paying attention to was a rebuild. Uh, I'm glad that people are starting to realize that all the good things about this team, you know, it results in things like me getting to talk on the morning show uh, for two full shows because the Flyers are the biggest story. But we've been here the whole time. Enjoy it. That's, you know, everyone else, it's a fun ride for everyone else, but... We're fucking owed this. I feel like I and everyone here who's been watching the post game with me the last few years, we have earned this little point of hockey and let us just enjoy it. However long it lasts, however far they go, let us just enjoy this ride. Farabee is awesome, that is all. Yeah, the dude's going to be a player, man. I mean, he's already at least a, an effective NHLer, you know? And he hasn't been here that long. I know he got called up a couple games into the season. Uh, he had the illness. He got sent down. But he's mostly been here. Um, and it's just it's just great experience for him. Kind of a loss to reset. Yes. I didn't want a loss. Listen, I'm glad they didn't lose because I'm back here doing the post game, And I really didn't want my first post game back from vacation to be. And it wasn't even vacation because it turned out to be work. But it wasn't. I didn't want my first post game back after two games off to be the first loss that ended the streak. But a loss, w- like in the grand scheme of things, would not have been the worst thing in the world for the Philadelphia Flyers. Bill, who's your preferred first-round opponent? I mean, I want to win the division, so a wild-card team. But, man, first round against the Pens or Caps with game one and two at home? Shit, that would be fun. Hey, Bill, Frost is lighting it up for the Phantoms. Need a loss or two for to call him up? I, uh, I'm hesitant. I mean, what? I'm not, listen, Frost, if, uh, if they need him, is available. He'll probably be one of the black aces when the Phantom season ends. You, you always have the Frost. Frost is always there. I'm not, 
I'm not in a big rush to throw a 19-year-old who looked overmatched for much, for much of his NHL time uh, to come up and join a team looking to make a playoff run. And if he can come up and contribute, awesome. That's freaking great. That's just one more piece who can do something. But things seem pretty good the way they are right now. Going to the game on Tuesday, I have a feeling I'll be seeing Elliot Nett. I'm not so sure. Uh, they want to keep Elliot sharp. But they do have, I mean, two days off and then a road game on Thursday. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, to see Hart in there on Tuesday. In fact, I expect Hart to be in there on Tuesday. Is Elaine Vigneault a legit candidate for Coach of the Year? I think so. Um, yeah, now that Columbus has really fallen off, uh, with, with Tortorella was running away with the award, um, I definitely think Vigneault is going to be at least in the conversation End of the day, the only award I'm about you get after the playoffs, and it's it's a it's a big silver cup. I, the individual awards are great. I would love to. I, it's fun when our guys win stuff, but I always think back. I always think back to the Phillies run, like um, it was '06. Uh, Ryan Howard wins MVP. '07. Uh, Jimmy Rollins wins MVP. They missed the playoffs, lost in the first round. In 08, nobody won any awards except playoff awards. Those are the ones I'm worried about. I want the Conn Smythe. I want the Stanley Cup. Sometimes your goalie has to be your best player. Carter Hart with the hard R's. I love it, Daniel. The penalty killers deserve big props. Kept Buffalo to the outside. Man, did they have a hard time clearing the zone, though. Like, it that part, when they actually got the puck, looked like the last few years. Like, they had so much trouble clearing the zone, but they, they did work. Uh, they did, uh, they worked hard. They kept them to the outside. They did the things that have led to the success, for the most part, except for clearing the puck out. And the breakouts were, uh, like, at even strength, the breakouts were some of the sloppiest uh, of all year. But they found a way to win, and that's important. What player going into the playoffs do you think needs to show more? I, I think everyone just... I think it's not about individuals right now. It's about the team play. I think they need to... Uh, it, tonight was the first night where it was like, I'm not loving all the lines. I'm not... You know, there's just a couple of soft plays. I just think when they play as a team, break out as a team, move up the ice as a team, that's when they're best. Um, they, they just played a little sloppy tonight. But overall, like... I got I got very few complaints. I got very few complaints about who needs to be better. <laughs> I have no issue with the ticket price increase now that this is the product. Don't say that too much, Brendan. God knows what to go up to next year, man. Ticket prices go up, and they hadn't won a freaking playoff round since 2012. Just wait until they start winning a bunch of games before. <laughs> Just wait until they win a few playoff rounds. Maybe win an Eastern Conference. Don't talk too much about being okay with the ticket price increases watch nak net 20 next season i think he has that ability um i see him more of like a like a scotty upshaw guy in the mid-teens uh but i think he could have some 20 goal seasons it depends really on his role more than anything um his his hard work and his physical play and his his really strong play in the neutral zone leads to scoring opportunities um he very well could score 20, but it'll depend on his role, really, more than anything. If if he gets enough power play time, it's doable, tell you that. Who is the Flyers' MVP so far? Man, I want to say the coach. Um, I, Sean Couturier's been awesome. 
hard not to go with Travis Konechny just because of the points. Um, I, I don't know if Carter Hart has played enough to be the MVP. Uh, but, I mean, shit, especially at home, he's been dominant. The fact that there's multiple guys in the conversation, like, I mean, I didn't even say Ivan Provorov, and we all know how important the number one defenseman is. The fact that there are multiple guys, that's why they're on the streak. That's why they're in the position they're in to win the division, because they finally have depth. When we were talking about um, early in the year and right after Kevin Hayes signed and all that, when, oh, did they overpay, this or that, I said this, listen. Either oh, in free agency, which the you know the Flyers were going into free agency looking to add a center because they didn't have enough center depth, even with Nolan Patrick, they didn't have enough center depth. Your options were A, quote-unquote overpay, or B, not have enough good players. Well, they chose to overpay, and now they have enough good players, and boom, they're in the hunt for the division. We all think this could be an exciting run. It's been so long since they opened a playoff series at home. Uh, probably the Sabres series in 2011 with a billion goalies. We just looked this up the other day. Uh, I'm going to verify, but I believe they were home to start the Devils series in 2012. Let's do a quick hockey reference check. I know they went up 1-0 in that series before they lost the next four, but I can't remember if they had home ice or not. Yeah, they had, uh, yeah, the first round they started in Pittsburgh, um, but then second round they had home ice on the Devils, won game one, and then lost the next four in a row. So it was 2012, uh, but round two when they started a playoff series at home. Would you keep Farabee up for the playoffs or insert JVR when he returns? It depends on a lot of things. depends on how he, it's, it's not one or the other. There are a lot of other options um, of guys who can come out of the lineup, you know, Nate Thompson could come out of the lineup. Michael Ruffle could come out of the lineup. There, any number of guys come out. It's all about who's going well. Um, I I would probably go back to if if I was doing, I would probably go back to JVR and see how that went. Um, it's 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 a tough call, but I'll always say put the veteran back. The veteran didn't lose his job. He just got hurt. Um, and guys should get the opportunity to get back in there. But if Farabee's on a six-game goal streak, ain't no way I'm taking him out. I'm figuring out another way to get JVR back into the lineup. The chemistry on this team is awesome, even with all the age differences. Seems like they all gel well together. Yeah, that's... I always wonder, like, how, uh, like... Man, Giroux and Braun are from just a different freaking generation than, uh... Than, like, Joel Farabee or Carter Hart, you know? Like, they're... Do they even speak the same language? But... Hockey players are all the same, man. That's the thing. Hockey players are all freaking... Except for, like, you know, old grumps like Chris Pronger, you know? Um, hockey players tend to stay pretty young. And, like, young guys aren't the same as young guys back in the day. Like, it's not... I just don't think there's as much of a, a, a gap. But there, there is a lot of cohesion. There's way more chemistry on this team uh, than there appeared to have been in years past. But we talked about this on uh, on Tuesday's BSH Radio. I think it's one of the underrated parts of Claude Giroux's leadership and one of the underrated parts of Ron Hextall's plan. Um, rather than tear the whole thing down, blow it up, they kept a Giroux. They kept a Jake. You know, 
Simmons got traded last year, but he was around through a lot of it. Young guys like Provorov and TK had leaders to look up to. And, like, you look at the locker room now, G and Jake don't hate each other. In fact, they are boys. Like, after the the kind of run they went on where they're the two guys getting blamed for fucking everything, where really the problem was, hey, we have no goalie and no help, so what do you want us to do? The fact that we're in the playoffs kind of says the two of us are freaking awesome. Um... Like, the fact that they, uh, all these guys, Sean Couturier grows up under them and becomes who he is and all this stuff, um, I just think it's really has helped the culture so much uh, that they, they were able to turn it around and these guys are here and there's already a, a leadership circle in place. They're not, okay, we're winning games now, now and we have to develop leaders because we have nothing but young kids. The leaders are already here and they've been here and it's familiar territory for them. Not sure if this was asked or not, sorry if it was, but what are your thoughts on Thompson and Grant's play since coming over from the Canadians and Ducks? Uh, I, I liked Grant, except for the first game where Grant basically got off a plane and got onto the ice. Um, I think Grant's been effective, his penalty killing and his hard work. Very evident. Uh, I think it's taken Thompson some time to really get going, but I'll tell you, like there were a couple of races to pucks that he won, and it was just uh, he he put his head down and, and skated hard and got some loose pucks tonight. He had that one big hit along the boards that was just freaking bone cruncher. Um, a, a nice fourth liner, Thompson. Uh, I don't know what he is yet. I don't know if he's the guy for this team um, for the rest of the way through the playoffs. I don't know if there's a more effective trio, but I I I can't say the fourth line has been as noticeable with him in um and Bunneman down but I don't think it's been hurting them at all uh I'm still not completely sold on Thompson but I think he's fine Grant uh, I I like quite a bit but I wonder like if it's Grant centering NAK and Raffle on the fourth line is that and we have something else I don't know is that more uh, do you, when you move things around like move Lawton back to center for 3C is that maybe more effective? I'm not sure. You're getting a lot more a lot more offense out of Lawton, so there's they have a lot of options. They have depth. It's great to see. It's awesome. Anyone catch the Bruins Lightning's brawl? Playoffs have more momentum this year, and I'm glad that the Flyers can hang. Just ask the Caps. Yeah, that was really more than anything. I am glad the Flyers won because if they had lost that shitty game. It was a boring game to watch. Like, some cool stuff happened at the end. Drew's two goals were nice and all that. But, like, I, you know, that was a boring game for the most part. If they had lost, and I can see on Twitter that this fun fucking Lightning Bruins game is going on, and I can't watch it because the Flyers are playing this shit game that I have to watch and be able to talk about on post game because, you know, it's my job, that would have been bothersome. Oh, what up, Bose? Glad to see you. Flyers win the cup, Comcast. Like those ticket prices, one hundred ten percent. But maybe like they'd also give Gritty a whole Galapagos gang. Like um, what would be fun for Gritty instead of the Galapagos gang? Like uh, maybe a bunch of Oompa Loompas because they're orange, right? That would be fun. Like if he had like twelve Oompa Loompas who the uh, who the Secret Service guys had to wrangle, chase them around. They'd all get away singing weird songs in German and whatnot. Uh, I think that would be fun. <laughs> uh, I don't pay for tickets. I'm sorry. I, I I don't fault anyone who does complain about ticket prices, but also, like, you ain't got to buy them. I don't buy them. 
Phil, most improved player this season, I'd say Phil Myers or NAK. I'm going NAK. Uh, Myers, so much raw talent. There's so much there. So much to like about his game. Uh, he's, I mean, he's a top four defenseman on a very good team, so clearly he must be playing well. I just see, like, there is another level he needs to hit. Uh, and it's just little stuff. It's just little stuff. First and foremost, he needs to get his fucking shot through. Uh, he has to lead the league in shot attempts that aren't shots on goal. He, he, he has to. There can't be anyone with more shot attempts and fewer shots on goal than, than Phil Myers. But, uh, this is all... I'm screaming and I'm excitable about it because I see so much potential in the guy. And it's stuff I yell to myself while I'm watching the game. But... It's nitpicking right now. MVP is Fletcher firing Hackstall. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. Drew looks better out there with Thompson and Grant on the team. Cuts down on those hard minutes. It will keep him fresh. Drew just looks better at wing. I thought Drew was better at center this year than he was last year. But he's just a better... He is a first-line winger and a middle-six center. It's very obvious. Um, He's just better. And, like, you know... It doesn't hurt anyone to play with freaking Sean Couturier. Um, I, I, I just, uh, I, I freaking love G. He's, I, I want him to get a cup. I want to validate his whole era, his his whole legacy, his whole tenure in Philly, because, my God, did they waste his prime. I mean, he's a point-of-game player with Michael Raffle on his left wing. You know? Goaltending this season has been the best it's been the last few years. Could we see the Hart-Elliott rotation for the next few years? Uh, I, it depends on how long you think you can get out of Elliott. Uh, I wasn't crazy about bringing Elliott back before the offseason started and then looking at what the, you know, essentially backup goalie market was. Elliott, honestly, I thought was probably the best available. Um, depends on how long he wants to play. Depends on where he thinks he is in his career. Uh, if he wants to be in more of a tandem role rather than a backup role, because he's only going to get less and less time, you know. This is the most the most time he's going to get is this year, and down the stretch, it's pretty damn clear that Carter Hart is the number one. I I I, I like I like the two together. Um, we'll just see, you know. It doesn't look like the Flyers have any vets, uh, or it doesn't look like anyone in the system is going to be ready to become that dependable NHL guy. So, if Elliot's back, it, uh, it'll probably be for lack of uh, lack of other options more than anything, but I ain't worried about the next few years right now. I'm worried about this run that they're going on right now. Oh, what up, Staz? Good to see you. Do you think they offer Grant a contract if he continues to play well, especially if Patrick, especially if Patrick sees no games this year? Uh, I think they probably offer Patrick, or I, I think they probably offer Grant a contract either way. Um, when you hear, you know, the GM talk about elite penalty killing, and when you see, you're going to need center depth. We've seen, you know, came into the year thinking we were going to have all these, uh, you know, Patrick at 3C and all this stuff. No, it's not the case. Uh, you always need center depth, and you need guys who play that good two-way game, dependable, um, you know dependable centers who can kill penalties, stuff like that. So I think there's a very good chance we have Grant as perhaps the Michael Roffel replacement. Um, a mill, two mill, something like that. Solution, AV makes Araby and JVR share a single large jersey. Stack them up in a trench coat or side by side? I, 
which would be more effective? The world's uh, most most humongous hockey player or like a uh, conjoined situation? I don't know who was responsible for the lower thirds on PGL, uh, but they're great. Voracek, the playmaker. Yeah, they're, uh, it seems like they're having fun with the Chirons now. It's not all, uh, okay, this is Jake Voracek, and he has scored many goals, and he has many assists. And that's just that's just the description. Like, they actually realized no one cares about, like, journalistic integrity. Just make it fun. It's It's nice to see that. I want to see Gritty hoist the cup. I'm going to see every player on the ice hoist it before the fucking mascot. When's the next BSH watch party? Oh, that's a great question. We don't have a date yet uh, because, you know, the playoff dates aren't set. But we will be having a playoff watch party this year um, at Fieldhouse, uh, which is where we've had the last few draft parties. Uh, It was where our Festivus party was. But we're going to be at Fieldhouse for an away playoff game uh, they're going to give us a private room for all the BSC people. Come on out. If you're at Festivus, it's going to be even bigger. And they're going to give us, we've been promised, two full kegs of the Kevin Hayes IPA. So come on out for that. It's going to be a good time. Keep an eye out for the dates and everything. Uh, we will obviously pump the hell out of it and let you know when it is, when we find out. But obviously, playoff dates and everything need to be announced before we know. But if you're in the area and uh, looking for somewhere somewhere to party with us that will be uh that will be announced in the near future myers has a little fulton reed in him yeah one out of five one out of five remember when we were all disappointed that quinville went to florida and we had to settle for av i was never disappointed in av but i was all about joel quinville any update on braun i mean he seemed fine he looked fine to me if our 6d remain healthy will we ever see ghosts this year again I mean, it's possible. Depends on what kind of playoff seeding we're fighting for. But he could play at the end of the year. Um, maybe they give him a shot on a fourth line or something. Uh, there was talk that they might actually consider playing him at wing. But, you know, the the lines have been rolling so well. Maybe that's not an option. He is their only extra right now, uh, other than Nolan Patrick. But I uh, I don't know. I do not know what, what the near future holds for Shane Goss's pair. Uh, you need seven defensemen. Chances are the 6D won't be healthy, uh, probably won't go through the playoffs with only six defensemen. It's uh, he, If he can come in at any point and give you some semblance of what he used to be first three years of his career, shit, man, you're, you're looking at a hell of a weapon there, even if it's just for uh, a temporary fix in the lineup. But it's uh, he, you know... He other guys made the most of their opportunities. He played himself out of the lineup. A couple of injuries have hurt him. I wonder if a career of several injuries have kind of just taken away some of his uh, raw athleticism, and he doesn't have some of the other tools to make up for that. Um, he just doesn't seem as dynamic when I've seen him. Just doesn't look like the same guy. And listen, I'm not. I'm still not a huge Robert Haig fan, but. At this very moment, Robert Haig is better at what he does than Ghost is at what Ghost does. Uh, so, that, that's it. I don't know. I don't know if we see Ghost again this year. How good does TK's contract look in hindsight? Oh, it's freaking awesome, man. Uh, I mean, Jesus. And this is just... He's still a young guy. This is just the beginning for him reaching his, uh, reaching his potential. Uh, I mean, we saw flashes of it going back to his rookie year. He ha- he has dynamic ability. He is, I mean, 
he could end up being a 100-point player. He really could. Um, still has things to work on, but overall, how do you not love TK and the contract he signed to? Hart won the, this game tonight. G earned his captain C tonight. This team was stale all night looking forward to Tuesday night's game. This is a team. You can see it. They play as one. Everyone is on the same page. This this squad will win the cup this year in AV, I trust. I love it, Bob. And guess what? We're going to leave it right there. So that's all the time we have for you on BSH Radio's postgame. My name is Bill Matz. Uh, this was a good one. This is a good win for the Flyers. I'm glad I came back. And they didn't lose. That was a, that was a big one. I will be back for the game on uh, on Tuesday night against the Bruins. And, hey, if you're looking for someone to watch that game or any game in the month of March, why don't you head to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern? That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, right there in the heart of Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore to catch a Flyers game. And in the month of March, get 10% off your check when you go in and mention Broad Street Hockey. That's right, 10%. Just by mentioning Broad Street Hockey, my loyal listeners, Timmy Fitzpatrick is the man, and he is a huge Flyers fan. He's getting ready for this uh, for this little run by being loyal to us. He's been a loyal sponsor of the show all year, and knowing his appreciation for Flyers fans, 10% off if you mention Broad Street Hockey. Get a pork sandwich. I'm telling you, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, the pork sandwich is to die for. They have a great beer selection. Service is awesome. All the bartenders and servers are great. But it starts with Timmy Fitz. He's a real hockey fan, and he's a loyal BSH listener. So mention Broad Street Hockey. Get 10% off your check at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. All right, thank you all so much for hanging out. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts and hit that subscribe button. You'll get content delivered to you pretty much daily. I mean, we have pregame shows, we have postgame shows, we have our flagship BSH Radio, Flyperbole. There's so much content, I didn't even just name it all. There's even more than those four things. Uh, there's like a wrap-up show, there's a preview sh- There's so much shit, I don't even know what it all is. Every time I open iTunes, it's like... Yeah, yeah, you haven't uh, you haven't downloaded an episode in like three days. You're six behind. We stopped downloading. Like, no, start again. What the hell? I get paid for downloads. Download. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, yeah, so support Broad Street Hockey in any of those ways. Uh, that's it. Thanks a lot. This has been a fun run. Until Tuesday, have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs>